This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Ned. Yeah. The US Embassy is home to the ambassador to to Australia from the United States, Caroline Kennedy. Yes. She has gone to Bunnings Warehouse in Fishwick and had a sausage and bread. She's not only done that, but then they've asked her, put her on the spot and gone, what do you think? Yeah. How does this hit your taste buds? And she has incredibly gracefully said, 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10. I'm here to say, as an Australian, born and bred, Eating bunning sausages my whole life. Can I? Can I just quickly to give you some cover because I know what you're about to say. Can I just quickly give you a little bit of uh, just s- some men at work in the background just to give you some cover? If you think it'll help, yeah. They're not ten out of ten. Okay, there we. That was a devastating blow, but they I mean, are, I also no, 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 let me let me explain yes, because I don't yes. want people outside of my picket fence. Uh, no, with pick forge and whatever. I don't want people <laughs> mad at me. Uh, <laughs> I will say it is a great accompaniment to walking around Bunnings, yes. walking up and down the aisle, mm-hmm. walking through mm-hmm. the gardening section, and it does taste lovely. It's beautiful, especially if you get onions and sauce, yep. even mustard if you're going if you're daring a little bit. But to say it's a ten out of ten, yeah, that gets reserved for like the primos and of I, pies and like a beer. Or and something. I need to go a step further now, and I'm very sorry to do this. Um, Caroline Kennedy has. You know, obviously demonstrated here that she isn't a vegetarian, so I'm assuming she's had other meat products in her life. I'm assuming she's been to a baseball game yeah. as an American. No, don't say it. Do you actually... Nah. I had a Dodger dog in LA. Yeah. It's better than a bunning sausage. No, yeah. I'm Michael, and, and, producer Michael's in the studio who looks soft. I, I absolutely can He's say leaving. It. Producer yeah. Michael's leaving. I can confirm. If anyone's not uh, had a dog I from the United States. I had a Dodger dog at Dodger Stadium. It was better than a bunning sausage. Absolutely. Infinitely worse. No, they absolutely are so much worse. better. It's slimy. Yeah, it's no, wet. It was the bread del- that comes it, in no, is foul. You are being ridiculous. No, you're it being was, ridiculous. It was better than a bunning sausage. You were giddy and caught up in the illusion of America, but you're being silly. There needs to be someone to slap some sense into one of us. They are not better than an American yeah, no, hot dog. They, they certainly are. I, mean, I, no, think, yeah, actually, I think she's being generous. I think she's being generous to the Bunning Sausage under any circumstances. I think it's a 7 out of 10 or even a 7.5 slash 8. It's oh. very, very good, but it's not a 10 out Here's of 10. Here's a quick question, right? Yeah. Um, the US Embassy's then gone on, on their social media and asked for other Aussie things Caroline Kennedy should be trying while mm. she's in uh, Australia as our ambassador. Um, people saying all sorts of things. Uh, I think a DVD box set of Kath and Kim would be... Be nice. probably something that the ambassador should familiarise herself with. While way, like way, way, way more iconic than what I'm about to suggest, I feel like ordering Blue Healers season one through ten mm. on the TV yeah. and getting twenty nine uh, ninety nine off it if yeah. you order in the next ten minutes. I feel like that or number ninety six or whatever yeah, that show yeah, from yeah. the fifties yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Ordering that is yep. a more iconic Australian experience. Yes, but I feel like Kath and Kim probably gives just you... sitting through those ads. Is, yeah, is, is, that's the uh, that's the iconic sitting Australian experience. Sitting through those ads, wanting to just get like get yeah. back to get toast back to the TV. Who's line is it anyway? What are we yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. guys? Mm-hmm. Let's get back to it. Hundred percent. Um, but yeah, maybe. I think I think we could open this up. Thirteen ten sixty. Mm. Is there a quintessential thing you would show a, a tourist, like an American tourist? Obviously, yeah. Caroline Kennedy is the American ambassador, so she's like the tourist in chief. Yeah. This is the person saying that we. Have, it's almost the worst yeah. way I could say that. Saying her, she's like a tourist. Is saying the U.S. president is like, yeah, he's like the he's boss a of America chief or, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, he yeah, like yeah. runs yeah. some organizations no. in America or whatever. I think right now, if you've got a bit of a suggestion, thirteen ten sixty, because we're in a uniquely placed position here where of we course. could we could offer some stuff up. We're the capital. I think 
you know, nailing the bunning sausage, fantastic. That is, that is a great way to go. That is a great first step. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would probably say, and maybe the quintessential top of the mountain here, would not be Mount Kosciuszko. It would be literally, it would be promising to go somewhere mm. and then what we call chucking a sickie. So maybe organising some kind of an event yeah. and then just not rocking up at the 11th hour. That might be a quintessential Aussie thing for me. Uh, I would say that is quintessential human experience. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe not uniquely us. As their pe- uh, presidents yeah. in the past have shown, very easy yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former president playing golf. Like, I, fairy yes, bread. Yeah. No, fairy bread. Fairy bread. Yeah, let, let's stop being silly. Okay. Fairy bread. Yeah, no, we yeah, were being yeah. silly when you were saying that sausage from Bunnings is better than a Dodgers dog. I we don't were, even believe been, you think that. We've been being silly for a while. You were excited. You were dressed up like you were a player that's just about to be called down to the yeah. pitch. Yeah, no, I was. You were yeah. eating a dog. Honestly, I have a stuffed Dodgers dog at home now. That's how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm not making this up. But as someone who is not uh, giddy at the experience, they're so much worse than a Bunning snack. No, no, no. They're so foul. Lies, it's like, lies, 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 it's lies, like lies. having toast compared to the bread you would feed to like a duck. We are going. I'm bread. not going to allow this any further. Get on the Get phone. What are your suggestions up next? <laughs> uh, Emily's on the line from Ford. How are you, Emily? Good, how you doing? Yeah, good, thank Very you. Very well, Emily. Do you have a have a thing that she should be trying? So as someone who's actually worked at the provider of this delicacy, okay. I'm surprised we don't have it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I think she needs to try a frozen Coke. A Macca's frozen Ooh, Coke? Oh, that's good. Is that, yeah. is that, that uniquely, in America? Is that uniquely Australian, is it? Yeah, they don't sell it in any other country. Wow. That's actually so cool. That's rad. I had and no that idea. Is, it is a bit of a rite of passage as well. Yeah. I remember getting my peas and going and getting a frozen Coke. Like, it's a whole... It is a bit of a quintessentially Australian thing over the last 15 years. So, um, yes. Absolutely. As long as the frozen Coke machine's not broken. Yeah, well, that's also that's, important. And look, can, we, can, we, we can you can def- confirm or deny, and I won't, I won't obviously hold this to you to this as a representative, but is it usually being cleaned when they say it's broken? Uh, no comment. Okay, yeah, very good. good. No, that's fair <laughs> enough. Would you also understand? say... We understand. Yep. And this is a, a weird thing to ask from the ambassador, Emily, but yep. would you also say to fully enjoy it, she should try to be hungover when she goes oh, and gets one? yes. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, there we go. Sunglasses on through the drive-thru. Sunglasses yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Thongs in the... I thongs think, honestly, off, yeah. I think somebody will be driving her, but yeah. that's, that's fine. I, I think like she'll it. be in the backseat. <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> Ned. Yeah. Um, I... Have seen the $160 million that's up for grabs in Powerball tonight. Jumped on my app and gone, I'd been inspired. I better be a part of that because, yeah. geez, imagine imagine if my sister wins it, for example. I'd be furious. Yeah. So if there's going to be someone in my family with the good luck, yeah. it should be me. Why not be you? Why not be me? Um, I have also thought maybe I'll start having a little bit of a look at who's winning stuff around Australia. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And there's a gentleman in the Northern Territory who is reeled in a barramundi and has thought, oh, my God, that's and this will be for those who remember this story from like two years ago, this is the million-dollar barramundi. Really? The million-dollar barramundi. What, anyway, what's it judged on? Is it because of the size or is it the no, there's it was a barramundi that's specific to this lake? They've that, been tagged. They've yeah. all been tagged. And the tags are of different... Uh, different monetary values. So it really is like pluck a duck. You pour yep. like whatever the fishing for ducks is at the at the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's annoying because I was like, I figured out how to game this. Yep. We'll go down to some fish shop and buy the biggest bar of money they have mm-hmm. and then just go to some port somewhere and yep. go like, oh my God, look at this bar of money. Isn't it incredible? But Unfortunately, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is only one and it's tagged and it's the million dollar bar of money. 
very exciting. The Million Dollar Monday. He has his own theme song. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to be a Monday air? <laughs> That's really... Sorry, okay, Imagine sorry, that, you win a million dollars worth of Barramundi. Yeah, no, that would be a very disappointing prize. Yeah. That's the thing that no one tells you about this competition. There are fishermen out there right now trying to catch one fish yeah. worth one million dollars. I like it. You only need to do that 160 times, yeah. and you've got... The hundred and sixty million dollars. Yeah. Are they putting hundred and sixty? No, there's only there? one. Yeah, there is okay. only one. It's a real shame. But this guy in the Northern Territory was a little bit disappointed because he got it out, checked the tag. It was only a ten thousand dollar Barramundi. So, oh, so he's let down. Yeah, no, he didn't get the million, but he got a ten. There is a ten thousand dollar. There are multiple ten thousand dollar fishes out there. I like this because this is like catching Pokemon. It really is. Yep. It's like the real, the closest we'll come to it. And I would like. I mean, I don't like hunting really, but like I would mm. like more of this in the world, in the wild. It's like, hey, guess what, guys? There is a kangaroo around Canberra that we've sprayed painted to look like a tiger. <laughs> yep. If anyone gets a photo of it, mm-hmm. yeah, well, great. You've gone for more of a Pokemon Snap thing. Yeah, there, well, you just, all you need to do is take a photo of it. We I don't, don't want to hurt any grim, animals. Yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Do you consider fishing hunting? Yes. Yeah, it's funny. I don't. I Because I, I'm not a big fan of hunting. No, whatever. Everybody who wants to do that can. I just My point is I'm not a big fan of it and I don't see fishing the same way. For some reason. Fish are goofy looking. I think maybe it's because fish are yeah. goofy looking. <laughs> also, like, hunting requires, it's like you go into mm. it's uh, into a natural habitat and, like, hunt it down or whatever. Yeah. With fishing, you're just like, a fish was dumb enough to be like, That's what I'm saying. Oh, I think, I think if you had to <laughs> trick a deer to come close yeah, to you yeah, yeah. and then you had to stick something in its mouth, yeah. I'd be like, well, fair game, yeah, really. That's but it. that's how fishing works. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, uh, James Corden's in the news at the moment because he was uh, rude to wait staff, which mm-hmm. just don't be. They have it so much harder than you could possibly imagine, unless mm-hmm. you've been waited, uh, part of wait staff, in which case you probably know. And if you're being rude and you know, that arguably makes you worse. Yeah. Or yeah. imagine what they've done to get a waiter complaining to a waiter. Exactly right. You maybe have a case for the service was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it's so easy to be nice to wait staff. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, they're there to be nice to you. So it's weird to be like, oh, let me take advantage of this person who's I, paid to be nice and be an ass to them. I never yeah. have ever complained at a restaurant in my life. Yeah. Because neither. I just always assume they spit in my food. Like, I know that's probably completely and totally not true. Correct. But, like, I always assume that if you complain and make a big deal, your food's going back to a room you're not in. So that's what I always worry. I think Muppets Take Manhattan taught me that lesson, to be honest. But not a lot of rats are in the kitchen cooking the meals and stuff. So (laughs) if you can try to disassociate your life from Muppets in Manhattan, I think that would probably be beneficial for the rest of your life. Muppets Take Manhattan. Sorry. It's a cinematic classic. I really shouldn't have stuffed that up because obviously it it dictates most of your life. So, of course, you know. Um... What I like to see it as is I never send back food because I like to go, you know what? I'm going on a different experience than I thought I was going to get. Oh, yeah, cool. And I'm like, maybe I will love this new uh, combination. Mm. At the very least, it'll be fine. So I don't see the point in sending anything You don't have any food allergies, though. No, I don't. So you're lucky. You can can just go into a new journey. I can take it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I can grab life by the horns and just see where it takes me. You've said that you had an experience last night that was like the opposite of this. You got a compliment from weight stuff. So... I think getting complimented by weight stuff is maybe one of the best things in the world. That's why mm-hmm. also, I mean, if you need another reason to be nice to weight stuff, this is another it's one. It's a nice feeling. Uh, because you, well, I mean, not really in Australia, but you're meant to, like, tip them, and they're there yeah. to, like, help you, and you're meant to be, like, very appreciative that they're helping you. They're providing you a service. Yeah. Uh, I was at a key bar last night, and just as, like, uh, we were wrapping up food and stuff, I just... There was a lot of plates on our table, and so I thought, you know what, I'll do a nice thing that I used to enjoy when I worked in hospitality that people would sometimes do for me, and I will stack the plates 
but I'll also make sure all the cutlery is on top and mm-hmm. any scrap food is also on the top plate. Oh, so nice. essentially stack them up so they can just get the top one, go whoop, all the food off, and then put it in the thing. Yeah, that's great. So that's I did very, that. That's, that's, that's beautiful behavior from you, mate. Well I done. did that expecting nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just polite, and I yeah. know that it helps out. And I this this uh, lady that was there was working overtime because I think they were starting to close or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she went to me. She was like, thank you so much for doing that. That's so nice. She's like, have you worked? She's like, oh, have you, you worked? You know, you understand. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't been a wait. Uh, I haven't worked in the wait stuff, but I have worked in hospitality, mm-hmm. and I understand that this is yeah. quite nice. Mm. Uh, there is not much better than being complimented by someone who no. really doesn't have to yes. compliment you at all. Mm-hmm. And especially for the... I wish I could almost go like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I know that this helps you, but I essentially just stacked plates, stacked which is also plates. fun in and of itself. I yeah. like stacking plates. Mm-hmm. It's fun, especially the bowls that are key bar. They like fit... It's almost like playing with Lego. They fit perfectly, perfectly. into mm-hmm. one another. So I'm like, I really haven't done anything great. Mm. But here we all are. It's just a message to just be nice in in your life. Try and help people with yes. their job at the moment. A lot of people in hospitality are new. They've just started because yes. COVID was a whole thing. So there's a lot of new stuff around. So just a bit of patience, but nice. Fantastic, mate. Well done. I think that's a great story. Yeah. I also think Akiba have a great sound system. They yeah. really do. And it was probably unnecessary when you walked out that they just started playing just a bit of Foo Fighters. She nodded at me yeah. and I gave her a big salute. I said, it's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> the world's dirtiest man, quoted by uh, all of the news reports here that yeah. have uh, told his story, has unfortunately passed away at the age of 94. Yep. He apparently did not wash for around, they reckon, around 67 years. That's I feel like that does earn you the title of world's dirtiest man, but yep. then I also don't think that this guy would be too upset about it either because I think if it was like... Well, he knows what's going on. I've, I've not gone more than, I think, five days without bathing. Um, now, look, you and I uh, don't really have a horse in this race. I'm a big fan of hygiene. Yes. <laughs> I think we're both big fans of hygiene. Love a shower. Uh, don't mind bathing, but yeah. this gentleman did bathe. That's what's happened, and then passed away quite quickly after bathing. Yeah, a few months ago, he was forced yep. by the villagers of the town that he was in to have a bath yep. because... They were like, you stink. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, a few months later, he passed away. And so people are saying, um, yeah, this is what's killed him, the bath. Yeah. And I would like to just reiterate, the guy was 94. So, and, yeah. And now he's already 94. Yes. And, and and the Queen of England, who lived in the lap of luxury her entire yeah. life and had the world's best doctors, only made it to 96. So yeah. this guy's made it to 94. <laughs> yeah. It's already a pretty good run. Yep. Um, so I would probably also say that every single photo I've seen him in that they've taken photos of this guy, yep. he's smoking, yeah. and one of them, he's actually smoking four cigarettes at once. The man so enjoyed a cigarette. I don't know if the bathing is what did it. I think yeah. maybe there are a multitude of other factors. He said also, his name was Haji, uh, Amu Haji, and he said that his favourite food was rotten porcupine, yep. and he liked smoking cigarettes from a pipe, yep. mm-hmm. and also sometimes animal feces. He smoked animal feces from a pipe. So, so there what, are yeah. leading, there are... <laughs> If we were in a court of law, yep. I would present these as very strong pieces of evidence as to also maybe why he passed away. I think at the end of the day, yeah. at the end of the day, any news article that is trying to be all goofy and like, here's a reason to skip that shower today, yeah. blah, 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 and say that literally bathing is what killed this guy, yeah. look into anything else yeah. about his life because he had some interesting habits. The other side of this coin, he was 94. Not that if big of an anomaly. If he died peacefully <laughs> in his bed, you'd yeah. be like, that kind of makes yeah. sense. So, God. <laughs> 
Josh, uh, the travel website What If have released the Uniquely Aussie Awards, which is like stuff that pertains to uh, more Australian awards than maybe just like, mm, I don't know, Best Bridge. Actually, okay. I guess well, that's, that's pretty mean, damn Australian. Yeah, we've got we've gone to the Harbour, world's yeah. most iconic bridges. That was a bad one. Just pull off the mental oh, Rolodex. I can't really think of anything because they've nailed it, and I can't really get away from it. But they've gone like best festival, best hotel view, best ice creamery, best Neenish tart, best pie, and yeah. best island. I must admit, the Neenish tart screams to me of somebody at What If just really likes Neenish tarts because I had to Google what that is. Yeah, and I was so like, essentially, it's just sort of like it was not even from Australia. Yeah, it's I like was, it was made confused. in New Zealand. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's it doesn't. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't okay. matter because what is the headline news here? You got all these different categories. So obviously there is like a bunch of winners of the categories, which is very very exciting. They've all made the list and stuff. There's the top one of all of the categories, but then there's also top ten. They've like blown out all of the lists, and the ACT doesn't land anywhere in the top ten of any lists. Not even best hotel view with like hotel realm or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. They've they've done like uh the like the state finalists. So they've given us some. So here are the a state finalists for best festival is the National Folk Festival in Canberra. Best hotel view is Hotel Realm. Uh, best ice creamery is Stripey Sunday and Nichols. Best Neenish tart is Golden Oven Bakery in Campbell, and then best pie is Elaine's Gourmet Pies in Fishwick, which I've had an Elaine's pie. Yeah, very very good. I will say congratulations to all of our businesses for making our um our state, I guess, well territory finals list. But every state has their own list of that. That's what I mean. They we, all on, have, the, on the national spectrum, don't we've make not made a single list. Nah. Don't make any of There's them. There's a bakery in Packenham in Victoria, which is where I'm from, yeah. and that has made the best pie list. Number yep. seven, Pie yep. and Mighty. Yeah. I can tell you Pie and Mighty Packenham was not there when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> the world's changing around you. Oh, but I, honestly, it's very, very odd to me that nothing has made the list just, here. Just this it seems is, like someone's pissed yeah. off someone from what if. They must have. And, and, and honestly, because I would argue best festival, We've got a case for that because I literally... Floriard. Floriard, but also as a kid, I came here for Foreshore one year, and obviously yeah. Foreshore's not on, but the location of Foreshore alone, you could see Parliament House. Yeah. How many people are allowed to get drunk and go to a music festival with their nation's capital surrounding them? Exactly like Every right. festival yeah. that happens here in in the nation's capital is like the most Aussie festival by default Yeah. because you're in the nation's capital. Exactly right. It feels like you're, you're like, you know what? This is good. Yeah. This is what's happening here is good. I there's, also, there's not a lot of this. It's not like Woodstock was held in Washington, D.C. Like, what are we talking about? We deserve top festival billings. I um, very much agree, and i tell you the one I think needs to be dropped, and it's number three on the list of best festivals in the entire country. The entire country. I feel confident saying this because I don't think anyone from there is going to hear this, but it's Blues Fest Byron Bay. I went to Byron Bay a couple of years ago whilst mm-hmm. Blues Fest was on. I got there two days beforehand, and then I was there for two days while it was on. Couldn't tell the difference. Yep, okay. A yep. lot of people walking mm-hmm. around without shoes on, a lot yep. of people yep. in mm-hmm. shorts yep. and thongs and yep. whatever yep. and yep. singlets. Mm-hmm. I could not tell the difference from when I had to be told it started and mm-hmm. I got told a day in and I was like, oh, I, is that um, why there's more like more cars around? I use I use what if I use what if on a regular basis. So yeah. this is certainly not something that I'm having a crack at. The uniquely Aussie Awards national finest is the list is a crock because best island Tasmania doesn't even get a mention. It should just be Tasmania it's number a one. State island. It's the whole island is a state. They have a song. It's called yeah. My Island Home. It's literally not on there. That really an does island very much off, annoy me. An island off the coast of Tasmania yeah. is on there, but Tasmania itself is not on there. Nah, you've lost all credibility. Ridiculous what if. list. Congratulations <laughs> to all our finalists. Yeah. Should have all been number one. <laughs> it is time for a great 
debate mm. in this studio. Yeah. Welcome in uh, to the campus of Hit 104.7 here in Christ this after, uh, this, this morning. I will be your moderator for today's debate. The adjudicator. In, and I'm very, very happy to have you on one side of the Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? You are more of like a judge, though, because at the end of this, true, you will true. have to decide. But if you two start talking over each other like a yeah, presidential debate, I will step in. Fair enough. Uh, on the It's a Christmas movie side, who do we have? It is me. It is Michael, Michael. Michael representing the Christmas movie side. And on the It's a Halloween movie side... That would be me, Ned. This movie released in the early 90s. 1993. The, ha- the Nightmare Before Christmas is its title. Tim yes. Burton involved. Jack Skellington is the main character. Correct. I have been on the ride at Hong Kong Disneyland. <laughs> the ride was fully in Mandarin. Yeah. So I haven't seen the movie. And, the I didn't, and I and No, the, it, the songs were in English. Okay, the dialogue mates, yeah, was okay. in Mandarin. Very confusing. I, have not seen the movie, did not understand the ride. So (laughs) I have no horse in this race. I just know there is Christmas paraphernalia and Halloween paraphernalia all in the movie. Correct. Mm. All right. uh, Who wants to go first? I feel like I should go second because I have a very, very... I mean, I'm going to win. I have... Okay, all right. Well, that's some trash talking. We don't need that. uh, That's points for egotistical. That's extra comments. I have seen this movie uh, on... I've honestly seen this movie over 50 times. Right. I had it on VHS, then I had it on DVD multiple times, now I have it on Blu-ray. Uh, I know this movie inside and out. Okay. To do research for this, I've brought in a calculator. Um, there's just no way I lose this debate. Uh, I have <laughs> a clock ticking sound effect for 30 Love. seconds. I think you're both going to get 30 seconds okay. mm-hmm. to plead your case. Sure. I think, Producer Michael, you go first. I'm happy to go your first. Your time starts... Now, first of all, it's called Nightmare Before Christmas. That alone means that I should win this debate to start with. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go into actual detail, when Jack stumbles into Christmas Town, mm-hmm. he's awestruck by the majesty of Christmas that he wants to recreate it himself. Mm-hmm. And then, right at the end of the movie, Santa Claus does a last-minute flyby and blesses Halloween Town with its first winter snow, basically saying, "Enjoy the Christmas spirit." Mm. You may like some spooky stuff. But Christmas is pretty great. Here's some snow. <laughs> they really wow, do. That was succinct. That was succinct. I'll yeah. say that much. That okay. was that was interesting. Yep. I took it all in. I didn't realize there were two separate towns. I'm learning a bit about the movie. This yeah. is great. That's actually going to be a very very strong case in mind. So I'm glad that you brought up okay. the Christmas town and okay. Halloween right. town. Well, but yeah, that's going to be Ned, very helpful for me. Your time starts now. Uh, so just before I knew that this debate was coming up, so I actually got the movie up on Disney Plus and I did calculations as to how long the movie spends in Christmas Town, which is three minutes and thirty-five seconds. Halloween Town spends fifty-eight minutes and twenty-five seconds. The first song of the movie is called "This Is Halloween." Mm. The movie also premiered on the 29th of October in 1993, two Ooh. days before Halloween. Also, and I hate to bring out this trump card, but the director of the movie said it's a Halloween movie. It's about Christmas. But it's a Halloween movie. Oh, beautifully. If it's about Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. Beautifully yeah. done, both of you, quite frankly. Yes. 131060 <laughs> is the number to call right now. You are welcome to participate in this debate, Canberra. Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or mm. a Halloween movie? You can get on the phone, 131060. If you've got strong feelings one way or the other, you're allowed to participate now. Are you going to de- uh, deliberate on what your answer is now or will, up next? I will reveal my decision yeah. as to who's won this morning's <laughs> great debate because I think you both had very strong arguments, quite yeah. frankly. 131060 is the number to call if you have an opinion. We'll check the Instagram poll 
and I'll reveal as adjudicator who won today's debate. Mm-hmm. Up next. We both made our arguments just before. Uh, we, I think we both had very strong cases as well. Mm-hmm. I will I will give that to you, Michael. I think you made some very strong points. I'm going to do the family feud style thing right now yeah. and put my fingers in my ears. If you would like to, one of you, reveal what the Instagram poll suggests. Oh, okay. I yeah, won't yeah. let the Instagram poll sway my opinion as to who won the debate. the room yeah, if you I'll leave the room. I'll leave the room. That's uh, not family feud style. The, the, the host, host Steve Harvey, doesn't go, all right, I'm walking <laughs> off set to find out what the answer is. Someone else tell me. Okay, let me see how just refreshed it. Yeah. Um, who do you think's one actually, Michael? Just before I announce it, uh, I think I. While I'm correct, yeah. I think Halloween won. Yeah, Halloween has won. It's sixty-eight to thirty-two. So look, there is still some people that think it's a Christmas movie, uh, but no, it's it's good to be vindicated, especially when you're right. Shall All we right. get Josh in? Yeah, Josh, come back in. Hi, Very good. Right. Yeah. No. Thanks. Thanks for giving us some time. All right. Now. Would you like us, any of us, to go over our arguments? What, um, or our strongest, would you like a, a Cliff Notes version? Yeah, Cliff Notes version, our strongest points. Because no, I feel like my strongest point is that it literally came out two days before Halloween. I will, uh, I will say, as the adjudicator in this debate, Mike's strongest point for yeah. me was that Santa brings Christmas to Halloween Town. Yeah. I thought that was a very, very strong point. Yeah. Ned's strongest point... Probably apart from almost the disqualifyingly strong point of the director has said it was a Halloween movie. And Star, sorry, is, and Star has also said Is that, yes, what you said, that it came out literally at Halloween time, which yeah. is far too early for a Christmas movie to come out, so therefore giving the win to Ned. Yes. I believe it is a Halloween <laughs> movie. That's yeah. all right. You yeah. have every right to be wrong. Uh, no, no, it seems like uh, every, nearly on everyone in camera also yeah. agrees with me. And that's all right. Sometimes a whole state can be wrong. What, I will say, say, what a charming... You're wrong this morning because it's a territory, mate. Yeah. So get, get it together, all right? Stop being wrong. <laughs> but uh, Ned, apparently... Bees. Uh, more of our friend than we ever really realised, and that little kid um, in My Girl will just have to be a, a bit of a sacrifice to the bee gods. Because I will we, defend bees and say that they were hornets, we and ne- that kid was an idiot. Oh, yeah, right. So we, yeah. we need we need bees. Bees are the most important. Here's a lesson for anyone who doesn't know, because I love bees. I think they're adorable, and I yep. also am aware that without bees are the most important animal on the planet. Yep. Without them, there would be no pollination, because they no, were... They, well, pollination? They were, pollination. So they would like take they Do take we think pollen. that's a word? Oh mate. This Pollinate, is not, this, pollination. I really don't I want to destroy the entire yeah, break to talk about this because yeah. I don't think it is I don't pollination. Think it is a, pollination. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I just don't think that's the word. Pollination. Pollination. Mm. Okay. Pollination. Pollination is the transfer from pollen mm. from uh, the a, uh, anther of a plant to the stigma of a plant. You're later right. enabling fertilization and the production of seeds, most You're often right. by You're animal or by wind. You were right. Yeah. And I was I wrong. should have let you go yeah. further down that no, no, path. No, no. I just You're got right. so giddy because I knew I, I was wanted, right. I just wanted to ask the question. I just so, wanted to throw, I, Glenn Ridge on Sailor Centris yeah. style just wanted to pick up the phone yeah. and talk to the talk to the control. I should have let you commit that's, more no, to that's it. Though, fine. Yeah, that's Because I, I really would have made a meal of it if we'd gone any deeper. Can I quickly say? Yeah. Um anyway, bees pollinate plants and without them plants would die. That means all the animals would die and then we would have nothing. Of course. And now Apparently, scientists are saying that a swarm of bees produces enough electricity to rival a thunderstorm. So, oh, is it because they have like fuzzy bodies and no idea. But they're saying they're like that rub together. The electricity is akin to a thunderstorm. And That's now, bad. what I worry about is in our quest for renewable energy and in the face of electricity in the budget, they're saying could our bills could go up by as much as fifty percent in a year. Harness the bees. Harness the bees. Yeah. And if we start relying on bees for this as well, yeah. 
we are putting too many eggs in one bee basket. Exactly what I'm saying. Too many eggs in one hive. (laughs) That's good. I think think we obviously just lost our queen. Mm -hmm. We will start worshipping queen bees because we need them for everything. We need them for food. We need them for the ecosystem. We now also need them to power our iPhones. So this is a problem. I don't think we should go down this path. I think they're doing more than enough. They're doing enough. In terms of what animals do for us, bees are already doing the lion's share. More than lions. uh, We talked about it on the show yesterday. I'm not ready to make them an official show enemy yet. We have obviously the Komodo dragon is an official show enemy. I watched a Komodo dragon online eat a goat the other day. It's terrifying. I'd just like to double down on they are an official show enemy. Yeah. They're a terrifying animal. I yep. don't understand why they still exist. Why didn't the meteorite get rid of them as well? <laughs> yeah. They're clearly dinosaurs. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea why they're still around. They clearly survived it, so yeah. they're indestructible. They're dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, I'm very close to making the platypus a show enemy as well. Very um, odd. Very, very weird looking thing. If we're going to put all this pressure on bees, yeah. let's let's work out what platypuses are doing for us, to be I, honest, because they don't seem to be doing a lot. I thought you were going to say that maybe we should make bee a show enemy, and I was like, it does seem like we should maybe make humans an animal enemy no, of the show. No, 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 no. That's, that's too much of a can of worms. <laughs> yeah, okay, Speaking good. of worms, looking at them worms. as well. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Ned and Josh with you, producer Michael in the room as well, because today is a very special day. It is present day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. It's a day to help with the present day. The present day sucks. Everything's expensive. It's pretty doom and gloom at the moment. But to help with that, we're doing present day, where you buy your friend's presents, take it in turns. You don't have to do the last part where we rate each other's presents. I think this is actually (laughs) becoming my favourite part of it. I think it's good for us because it gives us a little bit of... uh, gives us a competition. There's a little bit of a championship going on. Much like Rotten Tomatoes, the present score is out of 100. Um, Ned, from me, last week got 92. It was a very good gift. And my... Mike gave Ned uh, 75. So Ned's currently sitting on a possible 167 out of 200. Which I will say is 104 points that I got last time. It is. You really lifted your game. You lifted your game. Mike's day is today. Yep. Uh, Uh, We were pretty convinced Mike was going to forget. Yeah. (laughs) And I was stupid enough that I thought it was my present day. So Mm -hmm. in the car right now are the presents that I'm going to use next week. (laughs) Yeah, Because I thought it was my day. (laughs) Hopefully they're not food sensitive uh, presents. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. But uh, no, I'm very excited. One of them is, but it'll be fine. It's okay, don't worry. Okay. I hope. (laughs) No, no, it will be fine. It's long long term. I'm guessing if Josh has bought it, it's probably a non-perishable because I think that's the only food that Josh knows how to buy. So very good. (laughs) Michael. Yes, I'm a little nervous because this... I have won the last two rounds. You have, yeah. you have, you have. So this You're is on the top of the mountain. I do have a legacy to uphold. Yeah, that's a strong word to use for winning something <laughs> twice. But that's fine. That's I mean, okay. how many well, times have you won it? Yeah, exactly. How many times have you won it? None, but I'm yeah. also not throwing shade. I'm saying that he's... I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm standing in the front of a hey, colossal now, what is un- gift giver. What is unfortunate is I don't know if I can live up to that. I don't know if I'll get three in a row with this. Okay. Fair enough. Right. We'll see. So I'll start it's with humble Josh. to admit that already. Yeah. Humble to admit that already. Okay, here we go. Give after, yeah. right, after, here we go. Yeah, after you were just put down by one of us. Okay, I have a gift. Okay. I have a gift in front of me. Gift bag. I'll be honest, I'm not loving the fact that you guys are sticking to gift bags when I wrap mine every we single week. We did make it clear that, that would be happening. We did make it clear it's that fine. would be happening. I'm just saying I'm not I'm happy with it. I'm trying to do a bit of a blind test here of seeing I what can I can see what it is. I've in, seen what it is. It's in a cling-wrapped packet, like one of those packets yeah. you have to get open with scissors. Yes. This is fantastic. <laughs> what is it? It's a Batman multi-tool. So it's a flathead screwdriver on one side of the Batman logo. Oh my God, logo, I've got one of those. A crosshead screwdriver on the other end, a bottle opener, and... 
it's ambitious of Warner Brothers to celebrate this, but it's also it has a keychain attached to it. So <laughs> you can take it wherever you want. I mean, obviously it's a keychain, but they've actually s- add, they've highlighted yeah. that. They've said this is a keychain. So um, it's also, I mean, I guess they can't really advertise it as such, but uh, yeah, I'd advertise it as an actual batarang as well. Yeah, it is a batarang. Throw it like a batarang. But I also guess they don't want to really sell weapons. I assume that is um, made of metal. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll reserve scores until the end. Okay, um, good. Ned, it's time for you to open your exciting. I will say, actually, no, I'll say afterwards, but I also, Josh has already bought me a present, so, ooh. Oh, my God. What is that? I thought it was a breast pump for a second. It does look a little like a breast pump. I feel like you and I are not on the same (laughs) understanding of who I am. Oh, this is rad, actually. I know exactly what it is. So it's like a water bottle that you tip like this, and then it fills up with, like, so Lenny can, like, yeah, you press press the the button, button. and it fills up with water for a little. This is fantastic. So if we're on a walk, you can... Yes. Yes. And I can't read what it says on it, but it's <laughs> it's very funny. There you go. You can read it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it says um, it says if I was to say this on radio, busy chasing witches. Yeah. But okay. if that applied to a dog, yeah, which in a the female actual dog. term yeah, of yeah, dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah, like maybe I could a, say it's a veterinary term. I don't want to um, find out if I can or not, so I won't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That's I wouldn't. great. I um, love this. Very, all right, very good. Let's get into. Because I was going to say score time. My complaint was going to be I'm. I'll be honest, the Pokemon stuff's wearing a little thin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm done. I've, I'll, I will say that you won't get as scored as high if you buy me more Pokemon stuff. Out of 100? Ned, you go first. Because you... Um, well, you've had you've, more time to think about yeah. it, so why don't you go first? You want yeah. me to go first? Yeah, yeah you go first, John. I need While a- I appreciate mine, and I love the Batman stuff, this feels absolutely pissed in, and I'm going to wow. say uh, probably about 45. What? Wow. Yeah, yeah, 45. Nah, this, uh, you know this what? Feels you like know you, this you feels know like what? you knew what Ned's was going to be and you didn't have one for me, no. and that's what this feels like. You know what? Mm. Yes, but also... <laughs> but also the fact that this feels like a score that you are making sure that mm. I don't win. Opposed, I'm not making sure that I win. I'm treating this objectively. I nah, wasn't happy yeah. with how phoned in this feels. Nah. Ned? I will give this an 80. There we go. There we this go. is okay. very good. Very good. Very you know, good. My only complaint is I don't know how I'm going to carry it around. It also looks very suspicious if I just have it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think anyone will think that because it would be... <laughs> killing someone <laughs> huge, but still it, I don't know how I'm going to carry it around, that's why you lose 20 points, but other than that, this is fantastic You're nearly 100 on present, but you've just had to take off a little bit of a, so it's 100, 127 for Mike now to Ned's 167 so mm. Ned's in front by 40 points. Yeah, and so Josh has obviously made an enemy of Michael today, yeah, so that's fine clearly. I don't know how that's going to work. Next, next week's week. present day will yeah. be very interesting, considering they're in my car right yeah. now so I'm not gonna, I promise you I'm mm. not going to change it. Deducted them. points already No, I'm not going to change them. I'm not going to change them. Josh, in the early noughties when I would come home from school, there was a show that to me was a cut above the rest. I loved it so much. It's also on Disney Plus at the moment. It is. It's just a comfort show. I can put it on. It can be on in the background, and I can just essentially have little tinges of nostalgia in my afternoon Mm -hmm. when I don't know what to watch that is... So good. And the thing I know the show you're about to mention, yeah. the thing about this that's great too is I also watched it when I was a kid and the there is humor there that I just didn't get. Yes. So it's like a new show again. You're watching it as an adult and they're making jokes that go way over your head when you're a kid. I also had a favorite character back then because I was a kid. It's sort of like how my favorite Simpsons character when I was a kid was Bart. And now, now I Homer. think Bart's yeah. insufferable yeah. and I yeah. really like Bart. Uh, so I really Homer. like Homer. Yeah. The show I'm talking about is none other than Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, which, if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favour and go and watch it on Disney+. Plus. It actually is the 
absolute best. I love it so much. It's such a good sitcom. Yeah. It was such a good, it was such a cultural phenomenon that this song by They Might Be Giants became like a radio yeah. hit. And if you look up They Might Be Giants, uh, didn't have a really a follow-up one. It was one. on the Hot 30 Countdown. It was Carl on Jackie yeah. It actually really was. Yeah. Like, it was a full-on radio hit, this song. Um... Brian Cranston, apparently uh, the guy, the main star of it, Frankie Muniz, who was the kid, who was he was said Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, uh, has done an interview because he's going on this very odd reality show at the moment. But um, they were obviously asking him, "Hey, other than secret agent Cody Banks, mm-hmm. uh, you really only did Malcolm in the middle, and then you just hey, kind of pieced out." Hey, yeah. Let's not forget Big Fat Lie. It was Paul Giamatti and Amanda Bynes. That, that, was, a fan, that was a fantastic movie. I was going to make a joke yeah. then, but that actually was a, a very good movie. movie. Um, they were like, what do you reckon? Any Malcolm in the Middle news? And he was like, uh, I know for a fact that Brian Cranston, the dad, Hal, also, yeah. it's Brian Cranston mm-hmm. at this point, I feel Breaking like everyone's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is super on board with the idea. He wants to do he it. Loves the idea of it. And not only that, but he's heading the writing for the script and he's trying to get everything in motion to get him back. Frankie Moody said, also, I would love to be a part of it as well because they're like, you don't really do a lot of acting anymore. And he was like, no, I would very much, in a heartbeat, be down to do it again. You know what's so funny about this? This I, I have a terrible feeling Malcolm was a very lightning in a bottle type thing. I don't think it works again That's if you do it again. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think... I mean, kids. Can we hear the play the music theme song? Play again. the theme song. I've yeah. actually got out of the theme song, mate. I can get it back for you in about Please. three milliseconds, though, because that's just competent radio announcing. But uh, there we go. There you go. This this vibe. Mm. As long as like a massive part of the show was also the music that oh, they yeah, would play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some forty one. It was like a lot of pop punk that was really popular then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was also kind of the vibe of the show. I don't know how it works necessarily if we bring it back in 2022. Well, the main reason I have a problem with it is because part of it was kind of like the, the smarmy attitude of the three boys. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to a shopping centre and school holidays at the moment. Every kid's like that now. So yeah. I don't really know how you make the kids extra <laughs> extra feral in 2022. Exactly right. Malcolm was like super cool because I was yep. like, God, I wish I was like a Malcolm, mm-hmm. but I also, I can't really be. Yeah. Everyone's like Malcolm Every kid's now. like yeah, that now, so like, I don't uh, understand how you make this next level unless yeah. the kids are actually in juvie, so I'm a little <laughs> bit worried about it. That was the Ned and Josh, Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.